Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Right, it's uh, 11.23. We're going to go to the sports desk. On the way there, I'll give you a golf update. And uh, that is very interesting because Patrick Cantlay is in the house um, at the moment. And uh, he is at uh, 16 under, I believe. Um, maybe 15 under. But uh, so too is Lucas Glover who has held the lead of this championship uh, for 15 under. Uh, he stands behind the 18th tee with his hands in a bucket of ice. I mean, a chilli bin full of ice. He's up to his elbows in that. It is so hot over there. I mean, uh, everyone is just sweating proverbially. And uh, he's his playing partner, Taylor Moore, I think has had at least two changes of shirt. And uh, Lucas Glover sitting behind the tee with his arms uh, in a bucket of ice. Wouldn't see that too often. But uh, his situation is if he makes par down the last, uh, he and Patrick Cantlay will be in a playoff. Um, if he makes birdie, he wins. Tommy Fleetwood has an opportunity to tie them at 15 under as well. So a lot of drama at the St Jude to still carry on with. Uh, probably won't finish, uh, I wouldn't imagine, during our show. So uh, this afternoon you'll get uh, the final update on that. Having said that, let's uh, get across to the sports desk now courtesy of Polaris. Uh, just to give uh, some uh, clarity there on the temperatures, Smithy, as they all guzzling back uh, ice-cold waters, I saw a graphic earlier that the temperature, uh, you know, when you talk about what a temperature feels like, not its actual temperature, it was hitting 40 degrees. I do not cope well in anything 30 plus. So if you're going to hit 40, <laughs> I'm, I'm going inside. Well, some to an hour of preparation, probably an hour and a half's preparation. Then they've got four and a half hours out there minimum um, in terms of being on the course. Um, there's a few trees around and a few uh, marquees, etc. You could duck your head under for a, a little bit of respite. <laughs> but Lucas Glover's... A, he, obviously, Lucas Glover has just looked... Has changed, his clothes have changed colour, basically. Uh, and how much body weight they're losing... And playing a round of golf, I do not know, but staggering. Staggering conditions and a staggering finish coming up. Yeah, well, I hope uh, with his fair Irish skin that Roy McIlroy has been sun smart. Uh, moving on to the basketball smithy, it's been an interesting weekend for the Tall Blacks as they continue their preparations uh, overseas for the upcoming uh, FIBA World Cup. They took on Canada in the weekend, going down 107 to 76. Uh, in a team that is just stacked with Canadian uh, Canadian NBA talent. But we've seen some positive signs. Finn Delaney, who is coming back to the New Zealand Breakers this year, he's done well. He got 13 points. Yanni Wetzel, 12 points and four rebounds. Isaac Futu, 11 points. Uh, Flynn Cameron, son of Pedro, 10 points, five rebounds and four assists. He's doing well as well. So they did lose that one in the Super Cup friendly in Germany. And then following that, they almost almost took down China, losing 69-68. A lot more low scoring there. Again, Finn Delaney uh, and uh, Cameron also featuring in Isaac Futu. Unfortunately, I mean, the Tall Blacks got off to a really good start there, Smithy, because they were leading China 2012 uh, in the first. Then they sort of got pushed back, and there was a 54-50 lead, but then they went cold. You know how frustrating it is when you see in the third and fourth quarter when a team gets cold and things don't happen and the buck the buckets just don't fall and then the other team just goes on a stretch. Well, that's what happened with China and that's why they were able to win by that one point. The Tall Blacks will now uh, head to China, actually. They take on uh, a Xinjiang China team in a friendly 
on August 18th before they go to the Solidarity Cup in FIBA. I don't know how many cups they have, <laughs> but where they'll place Italy, play Italy. So a little bit more to go there on the Tall Black side of things. But, I mean, despite those results, Smithy, promising signs uh, leading up to that World Cup where they take on the likes of uh, USA and Greece and pool play. It is uh, very promising. And do we have a uh, definite squad, or how close are we to a definite squad the for squad, that World Cup? Yeah, I think the squad is there. Uh, you've you know got the likes, the names that I mentioned. You've also got Ruben Taranga there, Jordan Natai. They're doing well. I, Isaiah Liafa. So very solid team there that has been led by Piero Cameron. So I do hope to see uh, some good results there. At least at least to push USA, and that's going to be the cool thing is that it's going to be mm. you know on nationwide TV. Uh, in the USA, so great exposure for our Tall Blacks. Um, moving on to positivity, Smithy, to a little bit more pessimistic, I'll say, talking about the Black Six, both the men's and women's, played in the Oceania Cup against our neighbours Australia uh, in Whangarei. Unfortunately, both have not been able to clinch uh, Olympic qualifying this time around. That goes to Australia, so they've both qualified now and you know don't have to sweat about Paris anymore and just start their preparations. Uh, the men's side did beat Australia 4-2 uh, on the weekend. That was their first win against them since like 2016. So I'm seeing some positive signs there from the men's side and on the women's side. They drew the second game 1-1. It had to be, I think they had to win by four goals um, just to overtake Australia and beat them on goal differential to win. Unfortunately, they lost that second game. But great to see Sam Child back out there um, playing for New Zealand. Such an experienced player for the Black Sticks. I'm hoping that she'll make herself available for the next round of games. But that's not going to be for like another six months now, Smithy. So both sides can go to the drawing board a little bit and sort of figure out what went wrong, where they can improve. Sucks seeing uh, Black Six skipper Megan Hull so upset after that um, loss yesterday in Whangarei. But yeah, like I say, I want to be optimistic, but I am a little bit pessimistic because I do worry what happens. if Because I was talking to um, Stephen Jenis uh, in the office, former Black Stick. We all love to call him Juice, Olympian. He uh, says it's a very real possibility that New Zealand don't make the Olympics. And if that happens, Smithy, who knows what the fallout will be like. It would be massive fallout. Absolutely huge. I'm really keen to find out about this uh, special ceremony uh, yesterday (laughs) for your Blue Jays. Ah, yes, Smithy. I just... Do you ever get emotion? How do you ever get emotional about sport to the point you're just sitting there and you're not bawling your eyes out, but you've got steady tears coming out? I uh, I've been known to get a little bit teary on the odd occasion. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have. All right. Well, that was definitely me yesterday, and it's all because of this man. In a city that was starving for some playoff success, Smithy, uh, Jose Bautista gave it to Toronto and the Blue Jays organization back in 2015 with that home run. Just special. I still hope one day that seventh inning against the Texas Rangers is turned into an ESPN 30 for 30 because it is the stuff of legends. I think that inning went for about 45 minutes alone. 
but he re-signed with the... He's, he's out of the game now, Smithy. He's basically retired, but I don't think he ever officially retired until this weekend where the Blue Jays signed him to a one-day... I love when teams do this. They signed him to a one-day contract so that he could retire as a Blue Jay with the team that he was made famous for because prior to that, he was a journeyman and he struggled. Went from team to team, never quite made it, and then he made a change in his swing and it changed everything for him and he became the player that he is, the the great that he is known today, Smithy. And I, like I said, I was just absolutely bawling my eyes out. So if you're a baseball fan of any kind, go look up Jose Bautista's um, ceremony for the level of excellence his name is now up there at the Rogers Centre below Jackie Robinson and right next to Roy Halladay. So two iconic names in the game of baseball. So to be right up there, he'll be remembered throughout history and uh, just special when you see things like that happen, Smithy. Very special. Very special indeed. So uh, 11.32 here on SENZ.